Welcome back, y'all. We're a Whiskey Biz Podcast, and that's podcast with a K because y'all know whiskey comes in casks. So this episode, this special episode, we're starting out because the IRS, uh, I don't want to say screwed us over, but I feel like we all feel that way at some point, and they haven't given us our EIN, so we cannot put this on Patreon as of yet. So you guys are in for a big treat because we're going to do our first official special episode of the new year uh, on our standard feed through uh, your favorite podcasting area. So this week I am making the decision and I is Robert in case anyone's (laughs) concerned um, or confused. uh, I'm making the pod, (laughs) the cast selection this week. How you you presented that. That I, 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 yeah, I am. Because you didn't bring over your bottle, Devo. Don't give me shit. What do you mean? You were supposed to bring over the cast selection uh, this week. Well, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I brought well, one over. You didn't bring a cast pick. We'll, we'll make it. Oh, you're going to make it a something, cast pick even though you've that. never had it? Okay. I like it. So, um, this is the first in four installments of cask selections. The next episode will likely be on Patreon to anybody that subscribes at $2 and over. We're hoping. <laughs> Yeah, assuming you might get get lucky, um, the IRS only helps you guys, not us, in this case. Um, so, <laughs> so um, this week I decided I picked up a new bottle recently at our local watering hole, Liquorama. Uh, love that place. Great, great uh, whiskey selection. They are in Upland, California. That's where we're based out of. So. Um, don't go too crazy searching for us because uh, that'd be just creepy. But um, we do have the website, so we do have the website, but you can't see our address. So <laughs> right. um, yeah, I don't know where you're going with but that, Matt. Well, because you said don't go searching for us. Like, well, don't creepy, search for us literally and like show up at our door. Which is whiskey biz could be a little creepy. Just whiskey biz. <laughs> whiskey biz podcast with a K. Dot com. Dot <laughs> com. Yeah, it is. So, uh, with that being said. We found a new bourbon out there, which you guys may or may not have heard of. It's been kind of a hot bourbon recently. I've been seeing it on a lot of whiskey posts. Yeah. Uh, And it is Bradshaw Bourbon, which is the bourbon distillery for Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. If you guys don't know him, then you should probably look it up or watch more football, one or the other. He's a uh, commentator on a lot of the networks. Um, He's one of the best quarterbacks. In history, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hall of Famers. Um, he also has a uh, uh, reality show. Yeah, the Bradshaws. The yeah, the Bradshaws. Okay. So he's on Mass Singer. He was really first season. Yeah. Uh, he was oh, on Armadillo. Okay. He said he actually has a country album as well. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think I'd I listen mean, to it. Kobe had a rap album, didn't he? I have no. It's probably worth more now, but oh, we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dick move, bro. R.I.P. Um. <laughs> So, Devo, you want to give a little more information on Bradshaw Bourbon? Oh, we're, we're jumping to that first? Or well, you're like, just going to give or, or just or examine our bottle, talk, man. Examine okay, the bottle. So, Look okay. at our we long swapped. neck. Right, right. Because we, we were tired we, of you right, fucking swapped, up the intro. But the, but the fact that you said, give us a little bit more of, uh, you know, insight on the Bradshaw. So, it was like, I don't know. Do I need to go to my phone? Actually, um, we didn't talk about that. Are you going to do the... Uh, the overview of what Bradshaw has I to say now, that's too? Why we oh, perfect. No, no we go ahead. Doing. Examine okay. the bottle, though, please. So We are it's, explicit. 
Oh, that's right. We are explicit, oh, yeah. and uh, we we do tend to cuss a little bit here and there, uh, get a little offensive at times as well. Um, so you know, if you've got sensitive ears, we uh, turn we appreciate you listening. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and turn down the volume if if there are any uh, little children uh, present. Um, but to kind of explain the the bottle here. Um, it, it has kind of like a classic look to it in terms of a uh, classic whiskey bottle look. Uh, the The color for the whiskey itself is a, is a darker amber. Um, it does have Bradshaw as the focal point. Um, and then it has the, you know, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It is 103.8 proof. I don't think we even looked at that before. It was just more of um, uh, just... Like, oh, we, we kind of like the bottle. Thought that, you know, like it, it might be pretty good just because, uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw is the one that uh, put in his thoughts for for the distilling. And uh, this one is batch number one. So, you know, for novelty reasons, like that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to have batch one of a, uh, a bottle. Um, it does have, <laughs> for the cork... I want to say that it's no, it's yeah, it's a it's a fake, fake cork, but it does still have that that cork, uh, yes. feel to it. So, uh, for for Rob's liking, as uh, you guys have heard, he does like a cork or, rather than or a, that one. A, that a, type's you know. fine. Yeah, I, I mean, cork's awesome, but you know the cost of cork, whatnot. Also, cork goes bad, and whiskey lasts a long time. So I get the idea of not putting cork in there. Right. <clears throat> um, one thing I did want to know that Devo did not mention on here, there are four Roman numerals on the front of the bottle. Devo, do you know what those four nu- Roman numerals mean? I am assuming they are the, the Super Bowls. Four Super Bowl appearances yeah. that Terry Bradshaw had. That's cool. I did just notice that right now, and I was like, oh, he's doing like a Louis the Fourteenth type of look here. <laughs> and uh, But no, it's his four Super Bowl appearances, which were Super Bowl 9, 10, 13, and 14. Devo is twisting the bottle, so I had to memorize those four in order. <laughs> Devo, what about the alcohol content? What are we looking at here? I mean, uh, so alcohol by volume is uh, 51.9%. What about, what's the proof, Devo? I already said the Did proof. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Sorry. You were, you were looking You're on distracting your phone. me. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Hurry up. Uh, 103.8. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Um, thanks, Devo. Sorry for making you repeat yourself, because uh, I may or may not be a little buzzed. Um... But yeah, so we decided to do this one. I had I had already purchased this and tried it prior, and I thought, you know... Yeah, you and I did. Devo and I did, yeah. There and was... if you looked at our Instagram page, we put up a nice little fancy picture in front of the Christmas tree. It was it was very pleasant. So go and find us on Instagram at Whiskey Biz Podcast. Um, and uh, like that photo, like this upcoming photo that Devo's going to make, because... The dude's a photographer now. <laughs> he is I'm a trying. photographer. I'm trying. So, with that being said, uh, shall we uh, throw this into our glasses? Charles. Charles, you got the you get the honors, Charles. Um, let's get a good pop. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> We're, it was. It sounded just a little disappointing, but <laughs> that's okay. But to kind of give a little more about Bradshaw Bourbon. Um, our local, uh, local liquorama, our only, I think it's the only liquorama. They're actually one of, uh, 
the main distributors. Uh, One of two distributors. distributors of Bradshaw Bourbon right now, which yeah. we found out recently, think- and we thought that was pretty cool. Um, part of the reason we thought it was cool is Bradshaw actually contacted them, and uh, it potentially might do a signing there. So if you're in the Southern California area, um, keep, in, uh, keep an eye out because that could happen. And if we find out, we'll let we'll, you guys know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys uh, posted on that because it could be a great opportunity to taste a, a nice bourbon. And, and uh, also meet, and meet Terry, Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw, have him sign it. Yeah. It's, um, it, you know, to be honest, uh, so there, uh, in our area, we're in pretty, we're in a pretty small town, uh, it, relatively speaking, because there's a lot of bigger cities around. What's that? Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I think we're under 60,000 population in Upland. Which is basically like a whole entire town in like Indiana, like the whole state. <laughs> but yeah. It's, so, it's California, bro. Yeah, sure. This is like small for California. So, with that being said, we don't get a lot of, like, crazy, cool people coming in and around here. Um, so, it's pretty cool that we're getting a Bradshaw, potentially, to come out here. Yeah. It, w- it would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, uh, you have a couple there. So, who knows? To get it signed and everything, that would be pretty pretty cool, too. Yeah. I agree. Like so I, I picked up, because they had the first batch, I picked up a couple spares. Um, so, I have them sitting here. One to just keep is kind of like a top shelf look, and then another one hopefully to get signed by Bradshaw. But is, that's assuming we don't go through like two bottles in this episode. But and I don't think we if will. Terry Bradshaw is listening. Hey, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, we well, would. We'll redo your Bradshaw episode if you Absolutely. can come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that being said, anybody uh, getting any sense out of this? So, uh, also, just to go back and, and say, you know, we're going to go through our what's on the nose, and then what's what we're getting for taste-wise, and then also our, uh, uh, before the, well, well, we'll give a rating as well. It smells good. Yeah, it does smell good. It smells spicy. It's a pleasant, it, I get, first thing I get is... Anise. Thank you, Charles. You're welcome. Anise. That is a heavy one. There's there's a lot of anise. I'm getting a little nutmeg. I can see the And nutmeg. a little allspice. And allspice, and then um, also for like a sweeter tone would end up being like for me caramel. I could see that brown sugar. You see brown sugar, or are you just saying that because because if it's not caramel, it's brown (laughs) sugar. Well, don't forget about toffee. Yeah, that one sneaks in there. Yeah, it's been in a couple. It's been anybody getting any leather? Just out of curiosity. Is. Um, a little bit, actually, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just like this chair right here. I, I heard him. I, I Bro, that's it. not even leather. It's I, vinyl. I, know, right? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I, it, it smells good. It, it is. I thought I saw... No, it may not be on the bottle. Um, no cheating. Well, I'm, I'm we, not cheating. We did... I'm off of... So we've tasted this, but we didn't really, like... Now, admittedly, whenever we taste bourbon now, we go kind of through our three steps. breakdown, yeah. But we did just do more of like just a standard night where we're just having a little whiskey, enjoying our time. We didn't go through a full taste review, so this is still new to us as well. And we didn't look up the taste profile. So we are um, fresh on that. Yeah. So. Well, I had my first sip. It wasn't too bad. Um it is a little weird tasting to me, though. So you definitely have to wait for your second. second yeah, that was a little different. Um, I don't know if it's the anise. Maybe that's just what I don't like. 
Because you, you be. never liked black like black. I do not like black licorice. No, never do when I was younger and stuff. And even now to this day, but it wasn't bad. It had a good kick, so that like better than the ones that we've had recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flavor I don't really like. Okay. So that's the difference. Like I like the spice. I like the kick that I get, but it's the flavor I don't really taste too I much get of that. it. <clears throat> it does feel very spice heavy for a bourbon. Right. It's very spice heavy. It's pretty honestly it's though, finish, for though. the for it being almost fifty two percent, it's pretty smooth and mellow. Yeah. Like it has a nice warm it, it's nice and warm going down. But not a crazy burn. But it's not like any the flavors sit there lightly. They aren't heavy on the tongue. It's not like a really long, heavy finish. Right. I was gonna say it's it's, it's about a mid finish uh, in terms of length. Um it, it's you know, not not very long or anything. I'm breathing fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend don't put a whole bunch of it in your mouth and just let it sit on your tongue. Does that burn? Well, that's going to be our third step, but, yeah. Yeah. you know. He jumped. He did. That's okay. It's Chris. <laughs> but, um, he played basketball. That's what they do. They jump. <laughs> they jump. They jump. Yeah. Run, um, shoot, and steal. <laughs> oh, jumping wasn't in there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Run, shoot, steal. Oh, sounds like a, a thug or something. <laughs> But I don't um, know. I I like it. It's 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 pleasant when it comes to you know taking your first sip and and not being bombarded with. Well, I I like to get smacked in the face. I'll, I mean, yeah, you do. That's that's one of the things that I've always said. But uh, does it just enhance the experience when you get slapped? So, sometimes. sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Ariana right? yell at you after? Like, yeah. It's like that. You you put that down your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That tickles the back of your throat. Oh, damn. <laughs> Don't choke. Don't choke. <laughs> What's your safe word, hun? <laughs> Pineapples. You didn't think that's how we were going, did you? Nope, but we went inappropriate slash... <laughs> oh, we didn't make it as long as our episode a couple times ago. 28 no. minutes before an inappropriate <laughs> joke. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, I do like it, though. It's not... I, I can't pull out any flavors right now just because it's been a little I bit know, since I took the sip, but... Well, um, have another. Well, Charles. What did you think, Charles? You like it? I thought it was okay. I just, um... I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little what? too spicy. Like, if it was a little bit smoother, it would be better. But See, I, I love the spice. I like that it's spicy as well. Um, I think, And I think that plays to the type of whiskey drinker you like. Or the type of whiskey you like to drink. Well, and hopefully you like nice whiskey drinkers. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a lot more uh, caramel apple like scent to it. Okay, I like it. <clears throat> I didn't smell that. I didn't. No, it's on. It's on. Like for me right now, at, like as I'm gonna take my. You just had a caramel sip, apple pop, so that makes sense. That you... <laughs> I can say that it does feel like if there is any fruitiness, it's not like a citrus. Mm-hmm. I could see like an apple, yeah, with the flavor. <clears throat> yeah, even the um, flavor. Yeah, you're right. Because even it, on the... it doesn't have that like bright citrusy flavor. I almost want to throw this in an old fashioned while you guys are talking, just to see how it is. It probably would go really <clears throat> well with an old. fashioned I think this would. Um, however, I feel bad putting in an old fashioned because of price and, point. Uh, yeah, because it, I mean it's it's not terribly priced. It's thirty nine ninety nine. It's a nice price point for someone. I think 
a lot of this bourbon is going to be like the like that it's Terry Bradshaw's. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it takes away from the bourbon, but part of the reason that you're going to try it is it's Bradshaw's bourbon. It's like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. You know, that so that adds to it. I think the bourbon's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is spicy. If you are spice heavy, that's probably why I like it. Though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it good is because really of that. good. And um, but the spice doesn't stick around a long time, which is something that I don't love about some. Right. Some spice heavy. Right. And uh, for me, like I, I don't know if it's just <clears throat> um because it it's got like a medium or middle like or middle of the road type of finish where it's not staying too long but it's not you know it's that long lingering finish all the way down it's just kind of like it sits right here kind of in the settles the, a little bit in the throat like yeah. or at least like not all the way point. down like it's not burning you all the way down is that what you're right talking about? and for me like as weird as it sounds i'm getting almost like a a fresh mouth type feel like meaning like it, it doesn't sit or linger too long but my i like it doesn't feel like i just had a bourbon uh-huh. um like some of the other whiskeys that you know i'll i'll drink like you know uh knob creek sits quite long mm-hmm. for me at least I, I don't know about everyone else but for me like it and that's probably why i like it because it lingers mm-hmm. but this like the it lingers just long enough I I enjoy it, but at the same time, like, I am okay with letting it sit for a little bit to wait for my next enjoyable sip. Okay. Um, it's it's very enjoyable. I I, and uh, I guess on the on the tongue when when you go to sip it, like, for a taste, I, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I get almost. Uh, I don't want to say that it's got a sweet taste to it, but it has almost like a little bit of a sweet taste with like a spice. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to fully explain it. To, to your that. point, a lot of people that I've had tried this have said that this, uh, I think it tastes like a sweeter bourbon. Right. But a lot of people don't think that because it's so spice heavy. Right. So it is kind of an interesting little balance balance where it, it is kind of sweet because you get a smooth finish. And I think a lot of like a smooth finish tends to come from a sweeter whiskey. Right. Whereas a rougher finish tends to come from a spicier whiskey and it has a nice balance there. Right. Sorry to and, chime and, in. And I'm well, still no, no, that, the... that's, that's perfectly fine because like... Like you were seeing, I was struggling on on how to try and explain that. So yeah, and a lot I, of people I thank won't you for that. think that though. <clears throat> right, right. So, uh, Chris, you did say that it it didn't sit well when you were uh, letting it sit on the tongue, or, or yeah, did you do your swisher just, or no? No, I didn't do a swisher. I just kind of took a bigger sip, and then it just tasted a little bit funkier and it burnt like a little bit more. Okay, because you guys talking about how it didn't burn before. Um, no, that one definitely did. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's okay. I just don't feel like there is a lot of flavor in it. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. Like, uh, yeah. It's better I mean, than America, but that's what it reminds me of. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I kind of got that feeling too, but it just, it's not, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It just has like a little bit more, like you're, you're getting more flavor from it. Yeah. 
It's a little bit more spice, like spicier on the side, like the spicy side, which that might be the reason why I don't like it like too much because I'm not really a spice kind of person. Yeah, I get that. So that might be the reason why I'm not really. Yeah, I don't mind it. I didn't, I didn't like America, but this I, I do. I, I, I can like it. Like it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that I would ask to like have all the time. I'd have it like once in a blue moon in a sense. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry. I thought of the the beer once in a blue moon. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I still want to try that that whiskey moon. I told you that before with the yeah. blue moon. Yeah, it's blue moon with whiskey and then orange peel, and it's smoked. That actually, that actually smoked. sounds. Quite I want to have that. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> right? Yeah, it sounds really good, huh? I know that's a. I saw it on TikTok. Actually, that's how I saw it, and then I was like, that sounds bomb. Like I want that. Damn. So. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know if it's always smoked. They did uh-huh. it both ways. Like uh-huh. the son had it non-smoked, and then the dad had it smoked. Uh-huh. Um, I, but I he I likes. Know, I think I know that Mister Whiskey yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it's called, uh, or Whiskey Dad they're or something. They're actually like that. pretty fun. They are. They're cool. They're cool looking too. Like all the shit they can do, and that's like makes me always think like I want a bar like that. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to do something like that, even though I don't drink like that. Uh huh. Um, hey, but you can entertain that way. Yeah, that's that like the biggest thing. I, I like entertaining, and that's where like I would buy this. One, I think for show, it looks classy in the sense it's not anything crazy on the. It's legit a sticker that's on the bottle, but I just think it's cool to be like, hey, here's Bradshaw's thing. It's batch number one, which would be cool. I don't ever have to drink out of it, but like just to have it over just in case someone did want something, that would be something I could like a special occasion mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So Super Bowl, like I think that'd be a fun one yeah. to do. Like a Super oh, Bowl. that is cool. Yeah, so cool. I'd like yeah. have that. So I was gonna say, so for your next one, Chris, do me a favor and do a little swish just okay. to see if you end up getting. Okay, now when I swish, because I always fuck up on this, uh-huh. what am I doing? So it's gonna be like a wipe swish. So okay. you're kind of just moving the uh, Don't alcohol swish around. Like, um, mouthwash, just no. It's it's not like a violent one. It's just more of like getting all of the flavors throughout your mouth to then swallow and see what you end up getting on that <laughs> he, he gave uh yeah my left uh, eye seized up <laughs> yeah it, it kind of gave a little bit more of a spice but i kind of got more of the sweeter side okay mm-hmm. so it brought out more of the sweetness of it yeah that actually wasn't bad it was a little spice i felt my mouth tingle i'm hot right now um mm-hmm. but that wasn't bad that actually was pretty good okay so yeah. yeah that i guess that's where i was trying to get at is that you know when when you're tasting something that has a little bit more of a complex um whiskey yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. it'll show something up front if you just take a quick sip that's why there's all those shooters around you know like oh like jack daniels you can shoot stuff like that where it doesn't have it it only has one base to it yeah to where like you're gonna definitely taste that yeah that's why you shoot it but when there's a little bit more going on within the whiskey if once you swish, like that's yeah. what helps bring out. The, You're talking about the more flavors. of a complex with uh, whiskey right. tasting kind of. Yeah. Right. So uh, that that's also why we uh, do the sw- the swish as well. So uh, and it, I, I guess that's why I was asking you guys to go ahead and do a swish because I got a lot more uh, sweetness and, and a, a little bit more pleasant taste to it. It kind of had a little bit more of a balance after the squish a little bit, yeah. So so it might have uh, just been like letting it sit on your uh, your tongue a little bit, more? maybe like a few seconds more, maybe. 
Yeah. The end of Sevilla. Yeah. So I think the more sips you have with this, the sweeter it gets, too. I could agree to that. Yeah. <clears throat> like, that... it gets sweeter. Mm-hmm. It grows. Mm. Like, the spice hits you hard the first couple sips. Then you get to, like, the third, fourth sip, and it's just tasting sweet. Could be that I just mixed a drink and I've been smelling all these scents. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, which I do want to have you guys try this once uh, we finish our tasting. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, I like it. I, I do don't, <clears throat> I just, I do enjoy it. This was one that was weird for me because the first time we tried it, my first sip, I was like, Chris, I'm like, I don't love it. Right. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Then I kept drinking it, and the flavors hit me yeah. in a different way. And there, there are definitely flavors in here that are distinct to Bradshaw that aren't in other bourbons that you'll try. Right. It, it in a sense, it's multidimensional. <clears throat> yes. For yes, I agree. I'm sorry I missed some of the conversation because no, 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 I was in there mixing. But uh, hopefully soon we'll have the uh, breezeway all set up. Which you can do we, it out there. And we can uh, have our mixing cart. We can have everything except yeah. for a sink. I won't have that out there. <laughs> um, but hey, that'd be cool too. <laughs> yeah, Shout out if, any, if we have any contractors that listen to us, let me know because I'm going to be redoing some things. So And um, painters. And painters, yeah. Hit us up. You don't even have to cut me that hey, good of a deal. Up. I have to get someone. Well, <laughs> hit us up through the podcast. I'm not going to uh, give everybody my personal stuff yet. <laughs> okay. But if you hit us up that way, maybe I'll give him my personal stuff. So, um, uh, I, I mean, sorry to cut you off. No, I, please. I was just going to end up saying that, you know, on, like, my second swish, like, I definitely got a little bit more anise on there. And then um, I did, uh, thinking back a little bit, like, I, I, I tend to say this, but a, a muffin feel when it comes to uh, sweetness. So. I could see that. Like, like it, but it's not. It kind heavy. of throws me off, but because it is heavy. different than a, a bourbon that you would, right? Like and usually, when you think of bourbon, this isn't the flavor. These aren't the flavors that you normally think of, right? And and uh, I'm I'm for spice wise, if if I were to put it into what I'm tasting on on the spice is definitely cinnamon. So um, you mean those baking spices? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So that's, I mean, that's, that's that's what I'm getting out of it. And it's, I, I can't help but keep saying, like, it, it's just a really good sipper. It is. It's, it's it is. I good. enjoy it. Um, Like I said, I didn't enjoy it my first few tries <clears throat> or my first few sips. And then it kind of like, it was one of those it things that, you, it, gr- that grows on you. Yeah. You're like a little confused at first and you're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have spent 40 bucks on this. Now... When you think, what what are you? Sorry, I'm I'm thinking of football, and it's it's like you know, as if Terry Bradshaw's you know going down the field on a drive. His and, first pass is incomplete. You know, run yeah, for two it, yards, then he throws a twenty-five yarder, and then uh, you know, a sixty-yard touchdown. And by the yeah, I was gonna say, and then you're like, forward, let's go, touch, yeah. let's go. I like that analogy. That's that's pretty solid there. D-Lo. That's probably what they were going for. Devo, good job. That's exactly what it was. Did yeah, you take their business plan and just like <laughs> copy it way forward. Terry Bradshaw's no. like, okay, okay, hold on, guys. Omaha, Omaha. I'm just kidding. That's Peyton Manning. Um, but he goes, we're gonna take this and we're gonna make it like football. <laughs> he probably has a little bit of an accent in there and he's like first couple plays kind of suck <laughs> but then that third play we're gonna kick their ass and then that fourth play we're gonna make them forget 
that they're even playing us yeah. because we're going to kick their ass so bad. Or want to forget, I should say. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm a little drunk, so we did record a, uh, another episode before this, so <clears throat> if I'm a little more belligerent than usual, that's probably why. Hey, that's why we put out there that we may be inappropriate and offensive, yeah. so... Yeah, or so I should just say Rob's gonna be we say, inappropriate and or offensive. Did we say um, how long it was aged? It's we don't know, but two years. Debo, did you pull that up? On it your is phone a minimum yet? of two years. <laughs> minimum of two years. It says it here in new charred oak. Yeah, okay. so which is what requires for well, that's a requirement. Well, for yeah, a new, silver new screen oak. bottling. It is in Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Kentucky, Kentucky Street bourbon. It's pretty cool. Crafted in the heart of Kentucky bourbon country, Terry Bradshaw did kind of sign this. Pretty cool. The sticker's nice. It's not like crazy. The it's, bottle's plain, but it's well, like, simple. like I said, it's, it's more yeah. of like a classic look in terms of uh, the the bottle itself. When yeah, I think probably by two, it sounds. I mean, the, the how the bottle is, it just kind of it makes you feel like a classic. And Terry Bradshaw's a classic, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing that's kind of what he was going for. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, it's successful. At everything he's done. Yeah, he's been successful. And and this is another thing that you have to think about. When he played, pay wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, so he wasn't getting paid, you millions know, an astronomical amount of money. He was making good money. And then after that, they had to figure out, like, they weren't able to retire on a six-year They had career. to play, like, 10, 12 years. They had to, to play, to like, make... 10, 12 years to make it. And if that's if they <clears> invested properly or saved properly. Exactly. And then beyond that, if you look at a lot of the old successful players, they weren't just one-dimensional where that's all they could do. They were actually intellectual people mm-hmm. that graduated college. Shit, they worked. They did. They would go work yeah. their steel mill job or whatever other job and then come out and play. Exactly. Because he was with the Steelers? Well, that partly, I guess I would say <laughs> that. But like that was like a big thing, especially way back before he played. Like Think about it. a lot of those guys that played NFL – they played and then they went to war and then they came back and played NFL again. Like if they survived, like mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy thing about that type of stuff too. Yeah, I mean it he is. played early, early on before, of course, we were relevant in that so, type of sense. So and, if we're gonna yeah. go on to it in terms of nuance and everything, it, it's got a great history to it. Yes, when I think the bottle solidifies, like it, it, it is Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right. retro, bro. That's what it is. Of. Like something from the eighties or seventies, right there, like. Well, That's if you bottom. took if you took the labels off, you'd think like, uh, this is before Bradshaw, but you'd think like Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would, because it's a it's truly a classic bottle. They didn't get flashy about it. Maybe the label's a little flashy. Yeah, but the, yeah, but you have to do that when you're when yeah, you're putting yeah, true, like Bradshaw true, on, of course, of course. But it's a nice it's it's a nice one. I like it. Um, on the tasting, anything else you guys are noting? Are you guys? I don't really notice anything when I taste things. No. I just taste if it burns or not. That's basically You it. just taste whether or not it's something you drink. Yeah. I mean, you'll obviously get there because, I mean, Charles, Devo, and I, mm-hmm. we were all fresh when we started this and we're 12 episodes, 13, 14, I don't know how many episodes now. We'll say even 20 episodes in, we're still learning more and more. And that's kind of the cool thing about this podcast is... We're learning with you guys, and we're trying to give you the best reviews, and we're giving you reviews that hopefully aren't, like, over your head. Because, you know, we all have read that review, and they say all this stuff. Like, someone says leather in a review. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm out. 
So on my most recent taste, I did definitely get a little bit of leather at the end there. Oh, did yeah, you, did you? Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about. No, what it is is <laughs> he had his phone. It was lit up and it had and it a web page. No, yeah, no, dude. Yeah, I, I was, if leather I, is on this was, little thing here, I was checking the rating. Know. All right, I was checking the rating on. Uh, uh-huh. Well, on, if you're checking it, tell us about it. Well, before you do that, do you guys want to try it in the old fashioned? Well, we can do. Or that. we'll do that after. Yeah, yeah that's fine. So, the final score is in. Uh, ninety-one points is what wine enthusiasts gave it, and I That's good. I agree with it, and or probably would give it a little bit higher. We'll see with but, your rating. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> so, um, it would be a ninety. Unless you give it a five. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, but. so the website's pretty cool. It, it does uh, give like a little historical review on uh, Bradshaw and Terry Bradshaw and everything, and uh, where they came about and why he went into it and everything. Um, Mm. What brought Bradshaw into it? Bring it, just mention it. I mean, I think that's kind of, yeah, I don't know. That's something that's interesting. Maybe it doesn't directly hit our review or our tasting, but I think it is good to know why someone got into whiskey. And, and that also Uh. kind of, that impacts how they decide to make the bourbon. Oh, did you lose it? Yeah. Sorry. You you. It was like your last point, and I mentioned <laughs> I know, it, and now you can't find it. No, I can't find Typical. it. Typical. <laughs> Typical Devo. Um. Yeah, I I'm not able to find. Okay, it. Okay, I'll find a Devo. Just continue with your your review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, four Super Bowl. I'll, I'll just read off of the site right now. Uh, four Super Bowl victories was no ordinary feat, but then Terry Bradshaw was no ordinary player. So, it makes sense that Terry Bradshaw, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey is anything but ordinary. Blended uh, from the finest grains and aged in hand-selected barrels. Okay. The uh, 212 blend is worthy of a nod from a true champion. Um, And then it goes into, on the nose, uh, you would end up getting vanilla, toffee, Mm. Here's an interesting fruit, banana. Okay. Okay. I could kind of actually. And banana. See banana hides easily. I could see it. Yeah, I could. I could see it. It's That's, the texture in the back of my throat. Okay. Used to having bananas in the throat. Leather and campfire notes for on the nose. Can I bring up something when you said 212 blend whiskey? Yeah. You know why it was that? What? Through 212 touchdown passes. Oh. See, that, that was part of the historical... That's it? I know, it seems a little surprising. I was a little <laughs> surprised by that. But you have to remember, football before was not... True, it was more run game know, than You know, guys pass. weren't throwing... Yeah, four it's more t- Like a four-touchdown yeah. game nowadays, like, okay, you had a good game. Mm-hmm. Back like, then, four touchdowns yeah. back then, you yeah. were like, that was the most incredible passing performance mm-hmm. ever. True. All right, and so on the, on the palate, <clears throat> it is cinnamon... Baking spices, so depending on what what you're putting in there, uh, vanilla and coconut. Mm, okay, maybe that's why I, I'm a little, I was like a little coconut. thrown out. I don't either. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh, finish would end up being wood. Mm-hmm. Okay, vanilla <clears throat> and butterscotch. Okay. okay, I can I can see that because it is sweet, but it's kind of a weird sweet. It's not it's like a wood. it doesn't sit out like. 
sweet, but mm. you can tell there's some sort of sweetness in there. Mm-hmm. You just, it's not easy to pick out. Right. So, yeah. That's close. Not a lot of yeah. ingredients in it. This is very simple. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Um, Although it does have on their site a recipe Jesus. folder to go burnt. into. But I think that's also for mixers. That is. So. Oh, that was kind of cool. Something that I saw because... So <laughs> we decided to start following the uh, Bradshaw's uh, Instagram page just to check it out because we thought it was cool and interesting. Did you pour some in yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, you could have had it out of there. It's okay. Think. I probably should have because that way I wouldn't have had that much, but it's okay now. That's fine. Um, so they have some cool like different drinks out there. Um, one's the Terry Bradshaw, which is Bradshaw and one to two inch ice cube. Okay. So that's it. So on the rocks. Yeah. Okay. There's the Playmaker Sour, which is basically a whiskey whiskey sour. sour. Um, There's the fourth and one bourbon smash. We might have to try some of these because shout out to Bradshaw. Mm. You know, it's new. We kind of, we're new. So like, it kind of like fits in with like us. Yeah. Um, So we might have to try some of these. Uh, The bourbon smash kind of sounds like a, almost like a mint julep. But not quite. So it's Bradshaw bourbon, lemon, uh, simple syrup, and mint leaves. Okay. Um, and then the Hail Mary old, uh, old Fashioned. So uh, It's a, a regular Old Fashioned, or are they putting something else in there? So too? they don't do the water. Okay. It's, uh, it's bourbon, one tablespoon sugar, or one sugar cube. I didn't realize a sugar cube was one, one tablespoon of sugar. I didn't either, but good to know. <laughs> it says or, so I'm guessing it, it goes together. Um, two dashes of bitters, one cherry, one orange peel. Which brings up an interesting point. Some old fashions have or, uh, have a cherry, mm-hmm. I've seen but a lot don't. I've seen that before. So it depends. I feel like, like, I feel like a more Manhattan, modern old-fashioned has a cherry, mm-hmm. and a more original old-fashioned is just the orange peel. Okay. Yeah. Um... So I poured that old fashioned into there, and it's uh, it smells great. I mean, you can smell the orange and whatnot, even though I don't have an orange in mine. Um, but you can smell the cinnamon, the vanilla. But not only that, uh, I took a sip, and it's it's pretty good. That yeah. would have won last on our uh, last couple episodes episode. or whatever it was. Yeah. So just give you guys. I mean, this might give, be giving you guys a little more information into like our podcast than than we normally would share but we record an episode in our special episode on the same day and the episode that we recorded earlier was the old-fashioned no um, i haven't tried it yet the the on the nose is amazing for i know it smells great God. um but so we did the old-fashioned episode hence why i kind of brought in like hey this might be really good in old-fashioned mm-hmm. because it oh is my. very spice heavy I would buy and, that at a bar. Wow, that is really good. And I don't think a forty dollar <clears throat> bottle is that out of the loop for a an uh, a mixer in an old fashioned really? at a nice bar. Okay, it's so like a whiskey bar or something. Yeah, if you go to Vegas a whiskey bar. Yeah, if you went to like a Vegas whiskey bar, mm-hmm. we brought up the MGM. I could see them putting like a thirty to forty dollar bottle in there. Mm-hmm. And really, if you think about it, when you look between like a low price whiskey and a high price whiskey and a mix mixed drink. Mm-hmm. You're looking at like five bucks difference. Spend the five bucks and get the good whiskey if you really like yeah. it. You want to try this, Charles? Especially if you can have it out of the glass. We'll just share out of there. 
Devo can. Are you cool with that, Devo? Yeah. I'd... So we're trying to be kind of COVID friendly in the podcast. It's kind of hard because we're talking into a mic, so we can't really have masks on as of yet. We are going to be s- yeah. switching up to uh, regular ma- uh, regular mics. masks, regular mics. Right now, we use one mic. What do you think, Charles? That's pretty good. It is. I like that. That's that's yeah. damn. Like, Should have had that on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I I would probably put that at the top. That's so the top far. for sure. Yeah, well, that's for me. real nice. Yeah. You know, cheer. Uh, uh, shout out to the bartender. <laughs> i'm just kidding but this i mean if you haven't listened to our old-fashioned episode your, this, your tip is they're five stars it's right <laughs> right um it's just it, making the an old-fashioned super easy it's all about just having the ingredients mm-hmm. you don't have to mix a lot just don't rush it that's the thing um and just make sure an orange is necessary mm-hmm. like some people might say like you don't need that orange peel but that orange peel that you throw in there just gives it that tangy taste that that, that freshness mm-hmm. is yeah, what i get and, out of and it. i feel like it, it definitely enhances the um the, the flavor of it, it and, it, and everything as well so um <clears throat> and i guess that's the case for <clears throat> a lot of cocktails you know, throwing throwing that extra fresh ingredient. Yeah, yeah, I think it's true. The only mixed drink that I can think of that you don't put a fresh ingredient is a whiskey coke. Right. And and <laughs> as we unless like, you want to put a lime, a lime. or a lemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in there, yeah. But lemon still, like, whatever. I, don't I would think just that, do it just because I like limes. I wouldn't do it I, to I enhance agree. it. I would just do yeah, it because yeah, I, yeah. I like limes. That's right. It. But I don't think it really makes it feel fresher. It just gives it a different flavor. Agree to that. You know what I mean? Um. Yo, I'm serious though. I. I'm a fan of that, actually. That's, this old fashioned, yeah. That's up that's there. It's really a long branch, like for me. Chris, really, Chris yeah. Is like, hey, and it enhances the flavors. It does. It, it enhances the flavors big time. Sorry, I know you're about to say no, something. No, no, that's fine. It really enhanced it. I can taste it. It tastes really good. Like the the scents, the flavors, everything is perfect. Like I can make another. It's pretty enough. good. That's well, a, that also goes into what Rob said when when you have an old fashioned, when you bring in more rise, it kind of brings down that flavor and balances out, mm-hmm. so you get more of a flavor taste to it. Finish. Yeah, go for it. Finish it, Diva. No, that's a, like it. That's like <coughs> it A1, is one top notch. Yeah. Like that's five stars right there. That. This is definitely something that like this would be potentially like a ball sack. Sorry. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> assuming you you're a, if you've had a few old fashions in your past. Like this would definitely be one of the better old, better bourbons for an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's a little tough to have on your counter, on your bar cart, wherever you have your alcohol, to have a forty dollar bottle that you're gonna mix. Mm-hmm. But it's a little like this is this that's is a special one of those occasion. Things, that's a Super Bowl. Those, I was telling you exactly, about. Exactly. I would that's, say that's like you you could you get hammered off. Of oh yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it doesn't really, like, the weird thing is, I'm getting everything I want out of the bourbon. I still taste the bourbon, mm-hmm. but when I drink it as a whole, I don't think of bourbon. I just think of, like, a nice flavor. Mm-hmm. Right. And to kind of go back to the proof, because I forgot that this was... 100... Over over 100 proof? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... it's oh, sneaky. yeah, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's sneaky. Now, in our old-fashioned episode, we did do Wild Turkey 101. Right. right. So that was over a hundred. It was over a hundred. We did, um, Knob Creek, which was at a hundred. Right. But this, yeah, I don't, I, this is good. It's right. It's and nice and well-rounded. I, and kind of to go back to it to where 
Chris, you were saying like, oh, it kind of reminds you of, you know, America where Mm -hmm. you didn't get much taste or Uh -uh. flavor out of it. So with it being a hundred, what, it's a hundred, 103.8, 103.8, 51.8. And yet you're not getting a crazy burn out of it. You're not getting, smooth. yeah, like it's smooth. It's it's something to where it's like, holy shit. Like that's, this is really good Mm -hmm. because, you know, like thinking of, you know, uh, anybody who doesn't drink whiskey on the regular, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, try this out. This is actually pretty smooth. I wonder if it would be good with an ice cube. I know we drink it neat. Right. But I wonder because they even talked about it. it. No, it's okay. I'm to try it. But I do, I do think that with an ice cube, because then it gets you that water and it gets you a different texture in there. And now it balances all the flavors of what it was before. Right. Well, and, it can't, it can't bring out a little bit more mm-hmm. if you just put a little bit more right. water. And, and it kind of goes back to what a lot of people have even told us as well, where, you know, it, it heightens the other flavors that are within i can taste i would see that in this one. yeah yeah because when i drink it smooth like normal it was decent like i was like okay like it's good yeah, yeah. now the first one wasn't great and then it got better and you made me do the swish or whatever and yeah. that made it taste a lot better and after that i really liked it so i would recommend the first sip you do the swish get all the time and then after that you're gonna <laughs> like it so but for then, you i feel like you probably would like it like more of the other whiskeys like the ones that you've tried mm-hmm. better if you had it maybe on the rocks it possibly yeah because it, it would have mellowed it out a little yeah bit more. it probably would have and and going back to rob's point of you know the Chris, best you want to do the, the best way the to yeah. enjoy whiskey is how you prefer it mm-hmm. and you know maybe you're not yeah. one where yeah better it doesn't. Yeah. so maybe you're not one that likes it, it neat. Yeah. and you know yeah we just do <laughs> yeah it's, we devo and i do, do prefer it neat uh, Charles is a... Uh, He's contemplating. I don't know. I like he doesn't it. like the ice cube. <laughs> well, no, like... It's a big-ass like, golf ball in there, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'll bring up that. I wanted really to buy quick. that, actually, for you. That's Did funny. You? Yeah. That... Charles? He's, oh, he's over yeah, here contemplating. I, 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 yeah. Make him laugh. Make it's him like laugh. a it's like a mixture, right? It's like kind of... Yeah, kind of yeah, like it kind of comes in like you don't you're not really getting a lot of taste like mm-hmm. when you just try it neat. But then like towards the end, you're getting all the taste. Yep. So it's all like the flavors. Okay. all the flavors coming at the end. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. So, yeah. so you're getting the wood, you're getting the... Mm-hmm. Vanilla, yeah, the vanilla. toffee, all yeah. that, yep. Do you yeah. want to chug that and try it cold? Do you we'll just pour it in your cup. Well, let me ask you this, Chris. Do you like this better or the old-fashioned? Old-fashioned better. Old-fashioned. It, it mm-hmm. does make a hell of an old-fashioned. Like, it's it hits everything I'd want in an old-fashioned. Um, sure you don't want any of it? I'll have a little bit. Don't drink it all. Go first. Well, if you uh, whatever, so yeah, it is. Yeah. It is good. It mellows it out a little more. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think it. The nice thing about this one on the rocks is it's spicy enough to not taste like nothing when you put it on the rocks, mm-hmm. right? Because that does tend to happen. It, t- okay. it waters it, it out to yeah. where, like, it, like for example, it like a buffalo more, trace. Yeah, you you put ice on a you ice a buffalo trace. Oh yeah, and it it just there's nothing. You're just sitting there like you're drinking a, uh, a diva. I don't know. Like for me, I would either have it in the old fashioned or neat. I probably would too, but I think the I, I kind of get what you guys are talking it... about though, because I do have the the fresh feel mm-hmm. in the mouth, like I mm-hmm. like I did before. But I don't know. Like 
Old Fashioned is definitely one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old yeah, Fashioned is great. I think that it neat, personally, mm-hmm. and I think Devo would agree with this, like, primarily, now there are times when I want an Old Fashioned now, because since I've, like, learned how to make an Old Fashioned well, mm-hmm. not that it, like I said, it's super uh, easy, Yeah. but since I've been able to make an Old Fashioned well, if I have an orange, a fresh orange in my refrigerator, I'm like... Ooh, I feel like an old fashioned. <laughs> you know, I just feel like it. But there are times that I want whiskey neat, and I think like this would definitely be something I'd throw in a old fashioned now. Even I, though I normally would not. High throw, class, high class, yeah. old fashioned. It, it's good. I definitely would. It would be one where it, if uh, you're kind of like winding down from like having people over, mm-hmm. and say you have like one or two guests that are still, still chilling. You you make that for him. I think like, also if you had a stressful day, I think that would be like nice. That would just actually, be like, it is. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, good. relaxing. Yeah, like I'd have him like fuck this. Fresh shit and sucks. relaxing. And now you're like, yeah. oh wait, I'm gonna have this, and then you have it, and you're like, okay, I'm good. It takes that ease away, in a sense. Um, no, yeah, that that's that's tough. All right, that's cool. So do like we it. go into our uh, our ratings? With so that being said, kind of kind of yeah, we will go into our ratings. Ratings. I was just but saying. just to kind of go on that like. When we, we reviewed our top rated, um, if you haven't listened to it, our top rated old fashioned as a group was Wild Turkey 101. Yeah. Now, we didn't think Wild Turkey 101 was as good of a sipper as it was a mixer, mixer. in an old fashioned. Yeah. yeah. Now, this, this, this is good on both. Uh, Wild Turkey 101, if we're going price difference, that's 22. 22 to 25 depending on where you look um but the reason i bring that up is wild turkey's really good in an old-fashioned and it's okay to drink Mm -hmm. this is really nice in an old-fashioned and really nice to drink i I guess i'm also looking at it as you know that 20 if if 22 dollars is you know more in your price range. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're paying us two bucks a month, then you're probably uh <laughs> you're probably and we appreciate fine. That. Yeah. Um yeah, and we do appreciate it, you know, it, and even though you guys are hearing this not on our Patreon page, but moving forward, you know, two bucks a month may not seem much to you guys, but to us it makes a big difference. Our it helps us it helps us support the whiskey purchases, mm-hmm. which really, you know, you think That's of a business, you awesome. think of all the business costs. With how much whiskey we're buying, like that's our biggest cost. It's a lot of money to buy even a twenty to thirty dollar bottle. We're like, oh, it won't be a big deal. And then you think weekly, that's fifteen hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Just to put out fifty two episodes for you guys. Now, mind you, we would still be drinking. <laughs> but we still have to buy these these uh whiskeys for our episodes. So we appreciate you guys supporting us and we really do appreciate if you decide to sign up for our our Patreon to give us that um that amount once we get Some our shop love. up if you're able to buy a hoodie a shirt a hat that all helps us and we really appreciate it we don't require anyone buy anything mm-hmm. we're here to for our sake and your sake to give you ideas on whiskeys to buy yeah we we enjoy doing this and it's been fun we we definitely hope that you guys are enjoying it as well Still hit us up on uh, the DMs for Instagram and or hit us up on our, our email Gmail account. On our website, whiskeybizpodcast.com, we do have a contact area. So if you don't feel like shooting out an email, you can contact us that way. It will forward to our email. Um, 
But yeah, if you guys can support us, that's wonderful. If you can't, no worries. We hope you still enjoy it. We uh, we really appreciate all you guys listening. But our ratings. With that being said, wow, this has been our longest review. Really, we're at fifty minutes. Oh, Holy shit! Wow. wow. Yeah. So what? You know it, it we did Bradshaw right right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, if Bradshaw, if anyone at Bradshaw Distillery, anyone wants to join us, hit us up. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Love to hear your thoughts. We'll buy another a couple bottles case, to have yeah. you guys. Yeah, we'll buy a case if you guys want to join us. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, and uh, and we'd love to hear your input on what we're tasting and how we can be better. So, mm-hmm. um, with that being said, reviews. Devo, you let's. Were. I think this week we kind of change it up because we I did always... taste it as a taste as a uh, mixed drink. Not in the standard way that we consider to make drink early on, yeah. but like a, a, a sophisticated whisk drink, whisk drink, mixed drink. Wow, I really <laughs> hey, need to. Uh, it could be, no, whisk, it's called a whisk, whisk drink when you have whiskey in it, <laughs> right? Yeah, we got you. We got you. So I think we we rate it two ways. We do a, and we can decide how we want to do our rating on our on our Instagram page. Probably but, an average of it. But I think more recently, Devo, we've taken off that rating just to give you a nice picture of the bottle. So we don't kind of, I mean, we aren't good at editing, mm-hmm. to no. be honest. Let's be it. We can put the rating in the uh, Sometimes. comments. Yeah. No, the comments. Yeah, we like can the, put that there. Uh, description. Yeah. So let's rate it two ways. Let's do as a sipper, neat. Okay. And as a mixer. Okay. Um, Devo, you want to... So as a... We'll start sipper, sorry. As a sipper... I would end up putting it at a four point five. So I that, like it, Diva. That that puts like, and you know, it, it's taking into consideration that you have to get to second, maybe third sip where it's like you know Swish what, it first. Yeah, where where it gets to a very good point, like four point five. I, I'm 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 solid on that for. Uh, a sipper yeah and i think i think that kind of we've touched on this a few times like our our idea of ratings basically anything below a three we're probably not going to have on our cart anything below a two we will avoid drinking right and um sorry to to make my point a little bit stronger is the fact that you don't realize that it's 103.8 percent uh proof yeah it can't be over 100 percent sorry i, yeah, no, I you're good. In, I got in terms you. of the percents yeah. hey i've i've flipped words but... around i called mix <laughs> whisked um so you're good so like it it is it, it's sneaky good it, it's a sneaky bourbon it's a really good one if you just want something mellow at the end of the night and you want to get that buzz quick. i i would suggest two pours <laughs> Yeah, probably two. not more than that. That'll that'll put you, you know, two points. For, you can wake for up the in night. the morning. For the night, yeah. You still might struggle. You'll sleep through the night. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna put it at a four and a half. Okay. I think it's very solid on a sipping on a sipping level. Um, I think it's very solid. I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, to reiterate Devo's point, you got to give it at least a couple sips. Yeah. Um, because that first sip kind of throws you for a loop. It's a little different than your traditional bourbons, but on the nose, it's it's also not traditional. No, it doesn't smell like your traditional bourbons, 
But when you have that third, fourth sip, you just thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Or at least I do. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts? You know, it's kind of hard for me. Um, I think if I'm taking it neat, it's four. With the wow, ice, yeah, I mean, the, I didn't expect you to four really out of you. Yeah, out of the ice, it's. I wish I could do like a point two and a half or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. It's we um, don't normally do ice, so yeah, that you was can say that it was a little bit better. Um, yeah, I'd probably say four, four. It's close to a four and a half. With ice, it's close to a four and a half. And because it's duller, I don't feel like I'm getting smacked in the face in a sense. And right, the spice is still there. The taste is better because I feel like I taste. I get more out of it. The ice cube with water, I guess you would say. Right. Um, it's a little bit colder. It's chiller, and then I get more out of it. That okay. was like a. That was good. I was. I wasn't when I first did it. It was like a three, and then <laughs> I, I thought so. I switched it a little bit, and then that's when it rose up. And it, yeah, a four is is good for me. And, I like it. And to kind of go back to if if you guys haven't listened to any of our episode or well some of the episodes beforehand. Uh, Chris is still kind of new to, to I'm not whiskey, a whiskey so... drinker. I'm not even really a drinker drinker unless it's a michelada. Um, but that, yeah, I am newer to the whiskey. Um, I think I might have only rated maybe three of them at four or up. Um, I probably we're looking at two. Yeah, because I know Branch Long Branch and, uh, and then Russell, Russell Crowe. Russell's whatever Reserve. Was. Russell, Russell Crowe. <laughs> <Russell Crow. laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are the only two that I really rated high. Like I was like, damn, these are good. Yeah. I think 1782 or 1792. I might have given a four. Yeah, but I'd take this over it. Absolutely. This is definitely top three. And it's actually top two in my book. I think it's better than the Russell brand or whatever the fuck you guys just said it was. (laughs) (laughs) Russell Reserve. (laughs) I think it is. I think Russell Reserve is a traditional bourbon. Mm -hmm. Like, it's what you expect with a bourbon. And if you haven't listened to it, that was kind of a fun episode we did in Vegas. Vegas. Um, we were a little trash going into it, so be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of our most, uh... Vulgar. Vulgar yeah, slash inappropriate episodes. Slash loud. And loud. Mm-hmm. And my parents were there, too, yeah. so, you know, that just <laughs> No, that's not parents, our... that was our fans. Yeah, fans. our fans. 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 Yeah. Well, they are our, our Patreon, two of our Patreons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> so, uh, Charles, what's your rating as a sipper? As a sipper, I give it a four. Okay. Just because it kind of has a little, little too much of a spice for me. Okay. But um, I definitely say with that spice, it has a lot of hidden potential. Yeah. For other yeah. flavors. With the, with the, I guess like with going with the old fashioned or putting it with the ice. But I would definitely say the old fashioned over the ice, okay. just with straight up just on the rocks. So. Because, yeah, I, I was going to say, so as, going an, into as a mixer, mixer, cocktail, uh, old fashioned, like, oh man, I'm going to put this at, that's like, I, I want to say I'm between 4.5 and a 5. Because, mm-hmm. like, 5 being the best that you can have, it is phenomenal. In, it is. It hits fashion. the notes in an old fashioned so well. It pairs so well with uh-huh. an old fashioned with that citrus and bitter and that little bit of sugar. It's a banana, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually. That makes me think of the you know, freaking like Katy Perry. Makes me think of the Katy Perry halftime show. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's why he put the banana in there? Maybe. Yeah, he liked it. <laughs> um, He's like football halftime show banana. 
I am gonna jump the gun with my reading. I actually give that old fashioned a five. You know, I'm it's gonna, the best oh, I've ever had. I'm gonna, I've only yeah. had a few of them, but like if I think of anything, like Long Branch was really good, and that was the closest thing I probably could have got to a five. Right. And that we might have that to throw Long Branch in a. And uh, I tried the two. Maybe we did. Well, so we did an episode on Long Branch. Because it was under $30 at Liquorama, but mm-hmm. everywhere else it's about a $38 bottle. Oh shit, really? So really, if you think about this, I, I haven't seen Bradshaw at Another place Total no, Wine no, yet. They're, uh, even on their site, it's, it says it's not Liquorama there. is one of their... Yeah, Liquorama, and there's one other that distribute online. Okay. There's no one else right now that's distributing them. Okay. So... It's not widespread as of yet, so it's still kind of like we're pretty lucky. Well, we the do. fact that Shout I've gone, to I've gone three separate times to Licorama over since what was that before Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. So I got it before Christmas. I got the first batch, and I still just got a first batch uh, today, which is the ninth, and we'll be releasing this on the fifteenth. So that's pretty crazy. Like that just shows you how new they are. One. Yeah, you got to buy one. We'll go uh, if you want to go tomorrow morning. Let me know, and I'll go to with you. Kind of go back to new. Uh, America was pretty was new very new as well, as well. Yeah. but I mean that just shows that like Bradshaw really took pride in this one. Uh, like, Reserve Bar is now shipping. Yes, but Liquorama is the only other right, one. right, right. But I, I, I was just yeah. saying for yeah, they've uh, only any, been they any were of there our listeners before. that are outside of yeah. California. When Liquorama may ship to their state, I know there are some like rules with shipping between yeah. states. But I think right? I think California can ship uh, liquor out. They can ship they liquor out. Ship it's it, hard to get it, it in. in. Yeah, is what the. Um, so What's I'm your gonna yeah. to your to your point. I'm gonna give it a five on a mixer because that is probably the most incredible, old-fashioned. like old fashioned I've had. I and I've been to some really good bars. Mm-hmm. That make old fashions very well, better than I do, and this I think is the best old fashioned I have had in general. Well, and I'll—I mean, I'll jump on the because I don't think I gave an actual four. No, you said you're in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I—I I would probably put it at a five, just because. I mean, n- no offense to you, Rob, but like, if if, if Rob I were to can make it, anyone can. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm all for that. Like, I but, think everybody should try and make their own. That yeah, because it, it's top notch, even if you don't know how to make it. Like, I am not a bartender. <laughs> Which, you know what? Maybe is this podcast, we should go through a bartender Bartending training. School. That'd be kind of cool. Because they have those ones on, like, Groupon. You get for, like, 199 bucks or something. You know what? I think we can put that as a business yeah. expense. Probably, possibly. Not. <laughs> we we can go through this with well, you guys. Ask, and uh, what was it? Was it TurboTax uh, Live or something <laughs> oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> Fishing in that, Vermont. That, sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're set. What about you, Charles? What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, five. Oh yeah. Because I I, I wanted to go four point five, but I was I kind of bumped it up to five because I would, I know Aaron would love this. As an old fashioned. That's a good one. So for new people that want to get into whiskey and they don't like the neat part of it, mm-hmm. this they would love. I'm kind of curious, and it'd be an expensive bottle to do it, but I really want to try whiskey sour. I've never had one before. And then I'm kind of curious to like, try like a different end and then see if that would be any type of mixing toward it. Like, you know, you could try I, it. The whiskey sour has a bit more... F- more flavor going on yeah makes it but that's why i'm curious what that would be if it added on top of it or if it got lost i don't know to to be honest i i have a feel because i've made one or two whiskey sours in my day oh uh Uh, knock creek egg 
No, do I did not. Okay. I did not. I want to do that. I did not do. I want to do the egg white. Egg white. So you like? So, uh, it's almost like you make a film with the egg white. You yeah. like beat the egg white and then you pour it on top, and it has that film on top. Ugh. No, that's but, how a whiskey sour is made. Oh, that's how it's supposed to be the, made. Yeah. The, oh, the original whiskey sour that was how with it's, egg white. With yeah, because I only know I, I did make it without it uh-huh. for the times that I have, um, but I I don't know if this would be good with the whiskey sour. I I am actually gonna say that I would uh, don't you dare put say this coke. as a Manhattan. Oh, I'm say don't you dare coke. It could it could go well in a Manhattan, even though Manhattans usually call for a rye. A rye, yeah, I, yeah, but as a strong enough spice, I would see it as a Manhattan. Yeah, it could. We could like, uh, like the cherry. I I feel like the cherry would that's help an bring uh, out. I, I I feel like the the cherry would help uh, bring out the the sweetness mm-hmm. and. Well, you can do an old fashioned in the cherry with cherry. Right, right, but, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got the hands moving, boy. Oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! Um, that one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Devo gets a little tipsy and his hands start moving. He talks with his hands a lot. I get a, a little bit into sign language there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> do you want me to make a quick Manhattan while we switch over? Do you have cherries? Of course I yeah. do, Devo. Oh, all right. You were there when I bought them. Oh yeah. <laughs> You crazy it. ass. <laughs> okay, let's do it. This is special so episode. Let's do it. We might not even need a freaking topic. That's hilarious. <laughs> we might not. Um, you know, if I'm being honest and I'm I am newer to whiskey and whatnot, um, nah, that was that was pretty damn good. I'm actually I, su- surprised. I, I'm excited to to find out what well, I get to use the my Manhattan. <laughs> you do get a mixer, yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what the Manhattan kind of like tastes like so what is a manhattan so a manhattan does oh hey rob yeah uh did you bring over the the vermouth i'm going to i was gonna i was gonna serve it the appropriate way in a uh martini glass okay okay so uh uh, manhattan usually has you know obviously the whiskey of choice I'm, i'm gonna say whiskey of choice because it does definitely usually ask for a rye um and then it does have vermouth and um ooh, i'm i'm kind of blanking right now but uh with the with the cherry as your garnish okay so um that's why i was asking in terms of because uh, with an old-fashioned uh the garnish is usually and heavily the orange uh rind Peel, so yeah. Interesting. Um, but the ones that I've had, I've had uh, the uh, High West Double Rye. The High West? High West. Yeah, it's a it's a distillery. Um, and, you know, they... Uh, there's Lazy Dog actually makes a, a pretty good Manhattan with High West Double Rye. And, Is it a uh, Double Rye? Yeah. <clears throat> so... If you guys are hearing that, uh, Rob is in another room making the Manhattan. the Manhattan. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely. I might buy a bottle just to make it old fashioned for Aaron to see what she thinks of it. Well, to have her try it as neat because, um, just to get her like to compare. Like, where she's at on, like, her taste buds. Gotcha. Or whiskey. But I know she would probably, she would love the old-fashioned. 
but she's more of a whiskey sour. So I don't know if it would go well with a whiskey sour. Well, the whiskey sour is definitely a little bit more, uh, I hate to say this, but a little bit more like sugary. So it has a little bit more uh, sweetness to it already because yeah. of the mix that you're you're throwing in there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's why you need the rye then for a whiskey sour. Kind of. Right. Right. Cause to balance I, I out mean, the sugar for, for, yeah, our, uh, local mixologist. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's not it, certified. Let's just no. <laughs> not certified. <laughs> we definitely did that just, uh, just, just to help out. But, <laughs> but you know, um, no lawsuits over here. <laughs> absolutely not. Like Rob also said it. We're, and none of us are uh, bartenders or anything like that. But we definitely enjoy whiskey uh, in different the way you want it ways. Yeah. I mean, our our slogan still stands as you know, keep it neat. We will always well, you know try it neat in general. Yeah. Come on. We, we always, Come on. we always, well, we always start out by tasting it neat. So like, yeah. it's just more of like, you're trying to get the boldness of the taste, but right. like obviously mixing it or having it in different ways, you could bring out different tastes from it. So it's like, you're kind of getting that hidden taste within the whiskey. Right. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> I guess that's where I kind of like sit to, like, I, I would definitely not throw my bone snapper x-ray rye into oh your bone a snapper I, I i i would not put that into Christmas a manhattan episode. i would not put that into a manhattan no but, what would you put that into <clears throat> if you had to mix it uh mix it i wouldn't no i wouldn't so if i was to come over and say hey devo uh can you mix that for me just make a mixed drink for me i i wouldn't you would? I, I, I would. You end tell up... me, Charles, you could. The front door's right there. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right. Good um, no. But, you know, like if you if you look at a little bit more of the higher priced um, whiskeys that are out there, some of the ones that I've had, like Woodenville or or uh, uh, Heaven's Door. Mm-hmm. I've, you guys having this need anymore or no? I, I, I um, kind of want it, but, you know. When I'm pouring in his infinity. Yeah. No, it's all good. That's not going. No, in the, hey, you're right. That's going in the better infinity, but there's plenty for a port. So, uh, yeah. No, I like Heaven's Door. Few, the few. I I wouldn't. Um, He's not strong enough, Charles. I got it. I got it. Got to use his little muscles. I got it. That's a tough bottle to open. Yeah, it is. It's in there. It's an eye. Was like Charles. I was like, what the heck? It seals very well. Um, but no, like. I, I I would put this at like I I would experiment with it. Like we're doing what right do now. What do you mean like experiment? Well, like, 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 experiment like like experiment like we are right now. No, no, no. Experiment no, no. like I don't think it's too expensive to get <clears throat> to where you experiment. You try it in different drinks. If any one of you listen and you put it with Coke though, please don't tell us. I would this, hope that they wouldn't. They wouldn't tell us or I, they wouldn't. I enough to give. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I would hope that they wouldn't put it in the Coke. I would hope so too, but. It, it, would, it would be that, uh, that whole, what was it? Single barrel? 
Now, do you, the, the do, one person that, in the bottle. Do you think it would yeah. be better if it, it was aged a little bit longer? Because I'm not sure how long it was aged. It just said a minimum of two years. So that's where I'm kind of like, because you know, like the the uh, America one was six months. Like no, yeah, it was a no, year. No, no, it was six months. Oh. It was six months. It was six months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, like, do you think? <clears throat> do you think we would get more flavors out of it if it was aged maybe another year? I think, from my personal opinion, I think it was aged at the right timing. At the right timing. Yeah, I I don't think if this it, bourbon. Yeah, I think they brought it out at the right time as well. Yeah. So, question: If whiskey sits on your shelf for a year, does that help age it or no? No. Cut. No. It's just in the barrels. Yeah, it's just in the barrels. Because it's not getting the flavor from the barrel. Got it. Got it. I didn't know if it like it was like wine, you know? Right. Got better over time. Right, but I I still feel like even wine is the same way. Like, as long as it's sitting in the barrel to help take in all of the flavors from the barrel and the the mixture. That's within it. Um, I'm trying to get in the background or what? Yeah, it, it, it was very little. So they may be able to hear it. I tried. <clears throat> but, no, like, I, I don't think so it you, needs to be aged anymore. But, longer. like, that's that's what I'm wondering because it's set a minimum of two years. So I'm not exactly how long did they... Like did they say on the years? website exactly? No, it was it, the it, first batch. So like, was it like two years or two years and six months? They probably just locked it in the basement in one of his houses, and then they were like, <laughs> "Oh shit, we got whiskey down there. Let's go check it out." And then now it's this. Oh, dang, this is good. Let's sell it out. This is good. Let's sell this. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I agree. Agree. <laughs> I mean, with with Bradshaw and I, how, I'm just, how he talks, and that's why I'm just wondering because you guys did. are saying it, it. This was like they sent this out at the right. Like the, this was a great taste. For the eight, the amount of time that it was aged, so I'm trying to figure out, well, how much time was that? I I have a feeling they they definitely kept a monitor on it, like hey, it's probably you know, about two it. to two and a quarter years. Yeah, it it was one of those things where it was like, hey, check on this, let's see what's going on, and, and then they just did the their samples and, and tasting it, kind yeah, of yeah, and they're it. like, oh shit, this is great. Yeah, like that's that's at least how I feel on. What ended up happening with this bottle or with this? Oh, okay. This one. So. So to that point, America probably would have been kind of around the same range, like on taste, somewhat maybe, if they would have done maybe around the same time. They're they're actually like okay, so America has a complexity to it. So yes, if if they would have let it age, maybe. I would say four years. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been pretty damn good. Yeah, but, but they might—they just rushed it just to get something out, right? But I feel like this one was—they took the time it, with it. Good and they medium. Were precise. Like it's—it's it's not like like you guys have also talked about where um, the the fact that it tastes pretty good first sip mm-hmm. and then gets. For, for all of us, it gets better as you sip it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yes, if, to to kind of like circle around, um, if it were to go maybe two more years, it may be a lot better. But at the same time, it's Wait, still a phenomenal Wait, for this bottle or whiskey. for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. One. Yeah, yeah, this one. So... Like as a... It would go a lot better as a 
going neat? Or quite, quite possibly. Just because of the fact that on your third sip and or swish, yeah. it just tastes so much better. Okay. So like the refinement of it, it's right I feel like it's right there. It's on the cusp. Okay. As Chris said, like if you uh you know, swish it first on your first sip, it just may make it so much better than, you know, if you just took a little sip first off, you know. Classiest drink we've had on the show in a fucking martini glass. Chris, go for it. Why is it so dark? Uh, the vermouth. So it's basically like a, it's almost like a wine, but. So just to give you a little insight onto. I don't pick up any smell. How this one was made. It's two ounces of Bradshaw. Mm -hmm. One ounce sweet vermouth. Two dashes of Angostura bitters. One dash of Mm -hmm. orange bitters. Not a big fan. It's plain. Yeah. And so then it's it's, it's garnished so with so a definitely cherry. a lot better as an old fashioned. Very, way better as an old fashioned, right? Isn't it plain? Like, yeah, I I don't, I don't know. You got more flavors, like just more. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it kind of takes from it with that vermouth. Mm-hmm. The vermouth's very strong. I see what you mean. I see what you, uh, what you mean, Chris. Like it's not awful, but it's just, it's just plain. No, but you got more of like. You had a more of a balance with the old fashioned. The fact that you you got that complex, but you also I think taste you need, the orange with mm-hmm. it. This isn't that high in rye, and I think that's why it's not. It's yeah, spicy, right. but it's not high in yeah. rye. And rye is what pulls out the. I mean, it's still good. Wait, go Devo. You wasted two dollars. That's no, okay. <laughs> There's probably more than that, but we won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll Venmo you. It's fine. Twenty four ounces, two ounces. Uh, 20 ounce, 24 ounces, $40, 2 ounces, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. We're here to uh, try things out, and uh, we're at an hour and 20 minutes, and we're still Whoa. on the review. So, hey, like hey, I said, this is probably the one that we... Uh, I think we still touch on our topic. If you want to. Yeah, I thought... I mean, unless you guys don't want to, I think some people listen for our topic, some people listen for our review, some people listen for both. I and it's go, a special episode. I, I say we go into it. Unless anybody's rushing to get home. <laughs> no. Okay. Do we want to pick another topic then, or do you want to stay with what we're on? We can stay uh, whatever. Does Should someone have something that pops into their head? Do something with football? I don't know. Oh, we could talk football. Because it's Terry Bradshaw. That's why I was wondering. Oh, okay. You know? What do you want to talk about? Playoffs? Have you ever played? What? W- whatever. Um... What about uh, a favorite player? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, we can say that. What about, let's start with positions. Like, best of all time in these positions. Best of all time in the yeah. positions? Like, best Jesus players? Maybe, maybe that is a little tough. Oh, wow. uh, we're probably we too drunk all... for that, too. Well, um, I was going to say, we have Most overrated and underrated this year? Uh, yeah, we could. Most I'm overrated just, and I know underrated. who Charles is picking for his quarterback. <laughs> we thought... <laughs> Wait, who are you picking there, Charles? Overrated and underrated. You, Go you... for it. You brought up the topic, bro. Well, I would say for running back, Reggie Bush was fucking overrated. Unless you were in college and that was yeah, the that, best player that, to ever play. But he was definitely Sorry. overrated. Uh, for QB, well, currently, right now, <laughs> he shouldn't have been picked up. He should have just fucking just left the game. Philip Rivers. <laughs> God dang. You you hate on him so hard. 
he, I mean, he, he does chicken it wing it. up in the he, fourth quarter every he, time. He does chicken wing it. Like, that, yeah, that, was, that was one of the The guy's done it for years. Right. And, 15 kids. <laughs> and, I mean, he's never won a Super Bowl, but... And he never cusses. No. That's probably why I like him, but... Yeah. He doesn't cuss. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's what very your, religious. What would be your over and under? Is he Mormon? Oh, no, I think he's Christian. Oh, really? And he's 15 yeah. kids. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> he legit has that. <laughs> <many kids. laughs> he has a lot of kids. 12 kids or something. Hey, like that. but those kids aren't hurting. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not like these I mean, other... He has to get paid at least $12 million. That's why he's still kid. playing. Now it makes sense. Yeah. He's still like, he's like no, college. I'm not leaving. I got kids I, to feed. <laughs> they they got to go to college. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, for, can you come back to me? Cause... Okay, for underrated QB, I would say Tom Brady. Really? This year? Underrated? That underrated? guy's never been underrated. This year he was. No, no, no. I'm talking about like overall drafted. career, like for he, him. He when he got drafted, he was, he was okay. Okay. He was like, he was, well, are you talking about like? You, are we talking about like players for this? I don't know. Year? You came up with the topic. Well, I was just throwing a topic out there. Well, was, you said Reggie Bush, so obviously we weren't talking about this year. Well, I was just going across the board because I'm not following football like all the time. Okay. Can, so can, he was underrated in terms of getting where he was drafted, right? Okay. Okay. Can can I just say like Drew Brees? He was underrated when he first got drafted. And I and I was gonna say he's an amazing quarterback. Yeah. Like he the, is. the fact that he's fucking he's super consistent, just like or forty two. Yeah. And he's still still just dominating. Well the the difference between Brees and Brady is Brees has been arguably the best deep passing, passing quarterback ever in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he is incredible. Like, close like to, yeah. he has the most, well, yardage aside, deep pass accuracy. The guy's probably the most accurate on deep passes. Now, he's barely you could six foot. argue, yeah. you could, you could argue that that's because he's always had a great receiver down the field. But if you think about his, his receiving core at, at, on the Saints, he had Michael Thomas, which isn't, I don't think you'd consider him to be a deep threat. His speed's not there. His size is there. So I don't know. You know, the guy just he's he's a he's a beast. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Drew Brees back when he was on the Chargers was pretty good. He was relevant. He didn't get a lot of time. You didn't know that he played for the Chargers, did you? Though? I didn't. Yeah, he played for the Chargers. Took him to the playoffs. Um, actually, like tore his rotator Rivers. cuff. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tore his rotator cuff. They didn't resign him, um, and that's how he ended up on the Saints. Huh. Yeah. And then he won a Super Chargers Bowl and played mistake. in two or whatever. And that was right when Rivers was around the rookie time or one two years and one from there. And he, he wanted to stay in San Diego, but they didn't want him. They didn't want to pay him max money. And the Saints said, really? We'll pay it. And then the Saints look at where they've been. The Saints, since, yeah. the Saints have been one of the best teams yeah. in the last decade. So. Well, and they still potentially are. They haven't played yet in this round of the mm-hmm. playoffs, but they're extremely relevant. Mm-hmm. I agree to that. Underrated quarterback, huh? That's tough. Christian Ponder. I'm just kidding. Shut That's because I'm a Vikings fan. Because <laughs> you don't like Cousins or what? I would say now uh, underrated probably would have been uh, Justin Her- Herbert or Hibbert or whatever it is. for Hebert. Uh, Hebert for the Chargers because he wasn't super hyped coming out. Um, but there is another quarterback that I think will be good in the future-wise is uh, he just needs a little bit of time. Um, it's going to be Joe Burrow. 
I agree, and because he got hurt, it kind of it puts went him on the back. Way. Yeah, I think, I think Josh Allen hasn't gotten the this year, credit he this love. year. He mm-hmm. got some love, but I think he's even better beyond quarterback, but making his team feel <laughs> important. Like he brought in Diggs, and he and Diggs have a phenomenal connection. Connection. Obviously, because Diggs has the most receptions for a new quarterback in a new team in the history of NFL. And he led the league in catches, or not catches, sorry, um, receiving yards. Like that's just crazy that he did. I mean, it's interesting to look at. I think that if you look down the playoffs right now, I mean, there's a lot of good quarterbacks, but then you got some young ones. We mentioned it on our other podcast. Um, underdog sports is that we talked about how one division is all old guys and the other one's a little bit younger guys. It is. Um, it's true. You know, that's pretty funny to kind of look at it. I think that when you do look at the teams down, who needs quarterbacks, it's it's kind of crazy. I think an overrated quarterback is Cam Newton. I never thought he was good. Um, I'm a Browns fan. That's but, why I never picked the Patriots to win. Right? That's but, why. I picked him up on fantasy football, and that was a huge mistake. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. back in the day it would have been good, uh, just because he rushed a lot. But I, another overrated quarterback I think is actually my guy, and that's, um, oh my God, that's my blank. Come on, Chris. <laughs> what the hell is his name? Uh, he's on all the Baker. State Farm yeah. commercials. Um, oh my God, I really went blank with. State, State Farm? It's not State, State Farm. Farm. No. Which one is that's it? That's Patrick Mahomes. He's on, it's no, he's uh, on Hulu. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulu, yeah. sorry. Hulu, and then oh, he's the also... the guy the Browns? Yeah. The guy that lives in the stadium? What's yes. his name? I fucking can't think Holy of shit. How do I forget? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that he's a little bit overrated right now. Now, I like him. He's one of my favorite players. I just think that we had too high of hopes for him. We'll see, though. Their game is tomorrow. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy when you look at it. I think that there's a lot of underrated quarterbacks that are out there that just need time. Uh, Kyler Murray showed this year that... He just needed some love. He needed someone else he could rely on. And then, um, you know, for the future prospects, it'd be kind of interesting. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be as good of a quarterback as everybody thinks he will be um, coming out of this year's draft class. Uh, Justin Fields potentially can. I don't think the BYU can. Kid can. Um, but one of the kids, I actually am kind of curious to see how Mac Jones does, who came out, who's going to come out of Alabama. So... I don't know. It'd be kind of curious. I think that it, I, I'm I'm interested to see where these guys end up. And then that's where it falls to, is where do you go? There's only an X number of players that have been <clears throat> able to go to a place and take over and do well. You know, Carson Wentz was I supposed agree. to be that savior, but he's Dakaka now. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Burrow going to the Bengals, he actually made them better. He like, did. They he were did. relevant. They were, they, well, not necessarily, like, playoff they were relevant. 2-1, bro. They were... They were the spreads Good. were better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't expecting them to make the playoffs, no. but they weren't expected to win many games mm-hmm. to begin with. They were so. they're over under, and I remember this because I wanted to bet on it, and I was kind of curious. Was six, and I think they got close to six even without him, and he was out since what week five, week six. Like they still almost won. I mean, yeah. they won three of them when he was there. But you okay, Diva? Oh well, I I, I was just thinking of um, as you know, some people may know. I'm I'm a Chargers fan, so I was thinking of both Merriman and Sproles. Like, where would you guys put both of them? They were both situational players. Yeah. Like, Sproles was great out of the backfield when it was a passing down, or when you wanted to hide your running back behind linemen, because the dude was like 5'6". Sure mm-hmm. not, probably. Probably. He's 5'6 in spikes and probably healed spikes. You know, so the guy was a beast... 
That's why he's still in the NFL. He did, like, yeah, he's and, he's and for a long time, time he was oh. he was relevant when most people would consider someone of his stature not mm-hmm. to be relevant. Mm-hmm. But I would never put them as an underrated. Or, I would never put either of them as underrated or overrated. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like a good Sproul, linebacker. I mean, he, yeah. he came out not crazy, but toward the end of his career, he started doing better. But that's also because, to be honest, it's because he was juicing. He was taking steroids. Oh. He got in trouble multiple times for PEDs. Whether it was lotion, whether it was antibiotics, you know, that type of stuff. He got in trouble. He got in trouble for creatine. Like, so it, it's kind of tough. I mean, you look at a lot of the scandals that happen in the NFL and, you know, they get overlooked. I mean, that ties in and I'm going to jump to a different topic, which kind of is the same as football and baseball. But, and this is just a curiosity type thing. Do you guys put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame? Ooh. I That's would. Tough. I would too. I would. I would too. Because was, it's mechanics. It's not dude, just. Uh, it's not just muscle. That it's was mechanics. Tough. Because reason, Barry Bonds is one of those dudes that went from like being six to one hundred and ninety pounds to six way, to yeah. one hundred uh, two hundred and fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Solid muscle in like a season or two. Yeah, he did, but, but, but that's the thing. It's it's mechanic. Though. It's your hand speed. It that's is. what I look at. It, it is, though. but his strength helped with that. The additional yeah. strength helped with that. I can give you that. The thing that I and like that's at what put his, that's the twitch his muscle, home so. run. But that's what put his home run stats there. Mm-hmm. You could have very fast twitch muscles he, and not hit home runs, well, but you put on that extra ten pounds <laughs> of muscle. Now that that. Exactly. But hold on, because he also had a high, like Ken Griffey Jr., he also had a high hum, uh, home run percentage. Yes, but Ken Griffey point. Jr. did not at, hit, he did not do performance. Yeah, he was not did. Right. Well, he really I, did. I, yeah. I get did he have like a few I, injuries too? Like yeah, he was injured I, all the time. Yeah. And that's yeah, how they that's say, why that's why they that. say he never do it. Yeah. But at the same time, Barry Bonds had a high percentage in terms of home runs. Yeah, but, but not also, as, I get it. He wasn't relevant before. No, wasn't as relevant He was before. an average hitter. Yeah. He wasn't a He big was not a big home hitter. run hitter. He was like 30, 35 home runs a year. He wasn't hitting 70 home runs like he did in his year. Honestly, when he was at the Pirates, he didn't even hit that. He hit in the 20s. I, I think... I think 15. Like, he wasn't that I think crazy. you it's, could argue that he is Hall of Fame status just because of... He was a great player, mm-hmm. but the reason that he is remembered nowadays is what led from steroids. Yeah, and that's the same with Mark Aguirre. I was the same say, with Sammy Sosa. Same with Rafael Palmeiro. But like, those are all guys that cheated, which they did. Yeah. But I mean, I I look at Barry Bonds, and the reason why I bring it up is this: because yeah, he had the most home runs, whatever it may be, but the dude had the quickest hands. And still be able to have to hit. I don't care how big you are. Charles can go out there. He still has to be able to hit a ninety mile per hour. Okay, you know? let's, let's. Charles go. doesn't take steroids. I was just saying, like, let me let me just bring up another point. Him, yeah. If Pete Rose can't be in the Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds should not be in the Hall of Fame. But Pete Rose, he I bet mean, on games that weren't games. his games. That that had nothing to do with his 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 stats. His performance, the his same. stats. In his time, were better than Barry Bonds' stats in his time. Wait, so what happened with Pete Rose? Like he, he cannot. On? He gambled on games, right? But he did. But it has not been proven that he gambled on his own games. So okay, and like he never bet for league, his team to lose. When you're a major league player, you're not allowed to bet. That's technically what it is. Now, do they? Yeah, sure. But they do other sports. They'll do. If I'm a basketball player, I'll bet NFL. I'll bet baseball. What Pete Rose did is 
he had baseball games and he bet on those games. Now he didn't bet on the games that he played. He, he may never, have bet on never his games. Accused. He was never accused, but never proven guilty. Correctly. So then, how can he cor- not get into uh, but, the Hall of Fame then? Because he was. You're not allowed. That's a bylaw for Major League Baseball. That's my thing. Is if Pete Rose broke the rules, mm-hmm. Barry Bonds broke the rules, mm-hmm. right? If they both broke the rules. Pete Rose is getting held at this certain standard. I think they both everyone deserve else, to go. They, they, they both, both deserve to go. Because I think Barry Bonds was a good enough player and without steroids to make the... Didn't he get a golden glove? Yeah, he, yeah, was, he, he was a good fielder. He was yeah. a good player. He was. It's yes. just he didn't have power. He did not. And that's where the steroids came into play. Pete Rose, Pete Rose <clears throat> never did any sort of steroids... Or right. any sort of performance enhancement drugs. He never bet against his team to win and blew a game in order to win a bet. Oh, I just looked up something. He just said, um, oh, when as a manager, Rose claimed he only bet on his own team to win. Over a, month, uh, over a two-month period during the 1987 MLB season, Rose did bet on the Reds to win almost every game they played. So he never bet against his team to yeah. win. And honestly, I don't care how good your betting, team is. Yeah. If you're betting for your team to win and you don't blow a game, fuck it. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. If you're blowing a game in order to hit a win, yeah. then, okay, you know, you're up one run and the cover's two runs and you don't score that additional run. You actually you run a half-ass to home plate and get called out. Okay, then he doesn't deserve it. But that, I think, is less of an offense than doing steroids. Now, this brings up another point. Do you guys think steroids should be okay as long as everyone can use it? No. No? Why? It's cheating. It's but if everyone can use it, it's better. not cheating. I, I think, it's not baseball. I, and I think I, they can make a separate league and do it. No problem. But not in Major League Baseball. That's the same thing in MLB. That's the same, or sorry, in NFL or NBA. If you are allowed to use it, I think that's bullshit. It's an enhancement to do better. It's just like putting fucking sky boots on so you can jump higher. I don't think that that's right. But what if it's for the betterment of the sport and or, you know, just the organization? If your sport is dying down, then sure, you want to do something different. But that's where you can start like, hey, one season will allow it. I just don't think because then you can't have the same historical records. You can't have the same team losses. You can't do any of that. Because it's a different style of what you're playing. You're not playing the same game. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. It's not the same game, so the stats and all that. But sports are changing in general yeah. because of technology, right? Yeah. We've talked about this in our underdog sports that, you know, the training abilities of someone even 20 years ago aren't the same as training abilities is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Devo, I took no, your no, cherry no, from the Manhattan. <laughs> that's fine. But okay, so Bonds did hit one season over 25 home runs. Two seasons before he went to the Giants. Okay. He hit 25, 33, 25, 34. But at the same time, he could have possibly, you know, been taking those uh, enhancements. He could have been there in that time. Yeah. Like, we don't know. But yeah, that remember that's in the night that's early nineties, ninety ninety one, ninety two. I don't. So you're more concerned about keeping like the sports to their natural equal. Yeah, potential. you and I should have the best chance of making it. If you yeah. start letting kids or you start letting them use steroids, that means 
college players are allowed to use them now. And that's where it's going to come down to where high school kids are doing it. Now you're stunting their growth. Now they're killing their hormones. There's a lot of stuff that's going to fuck with them and not going to do as good as what they've done. That's what you look at it. That would be my argument that you couldn't allow that because now these kids are going to have these pipe dreams of being able to do a drug and it'd be okay. Now that can tie into the recreational drug as well as weed. But, you know, I, I just look at it differently. That's yeah, not I'm a what... good kisser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see, I see Rob your point. Rob tied a cherry stand. That's why he said that. No, I see your point because you're like, okay, if we start here, where does it end? Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're you're tracing it back down to like, well, it's going to start with the kids. The kids are going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hands down, they're going to. Well, I'm not going to lie. My, my, when I was playing baseball, my dad even offered to buy me steroids mm-hmm. just to fucking, just to get me to and, and above, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Crazy, well, huh? and okay, can I can I throw in a huge side topic? Would you guys care if golfers use steroids? No, because I think that'd be fun, <laughs> right? So here's they're the gonna thing. be shooting that shit 500 feet, dude. Well, <laughs> well, Bryson DeChambeau is already doing crazy shit, and that guy hasn't used any performance enhancing drugs. The dude's just a fucking monster. Like, he's a monster. Question. Why every time we fucking talk about sports, you gotta bring up golf? You brought up because that's his sport, bro. And you bring up basketball all the time. I didn't even talk about basketball yet, other than I don't think it should be used in the NBA. See, you brought up golf's a sport. (laughs) Golf is like that other sport that you kick things. Kickball. Fuck you. (laughs) Are are we talking about that 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 football? Yeah, it's not American. Yeah, right. That's around the whole world. Yeah. So just so we can wait, Charles. You mean football? Football. Say football. (laughs) Football is. Football. Right? See, it's the so, world sport. It's the world sport. I'll give it that, but it's not America's sport. So, um, the, uh, but that's, I don't know. I don't, I think, fuck it, let them use whatever they want, because then they don't have to trace it, and they don't have to track it, then they, you don't have to hear all this so you're bullshit. So you're gonna, the thing is, you're gonna put an asterisk next to it, and then from here on out, you're gonna have a different game. And the, the basketball, already the basketball and it has. So, and basketball's but, gotten so, worse, if we're putting it in that way, because basketball has gotten worse. Yeah, We talked about this in the other podcast. It, it's not the same game. It, it's now how far can you shoot? How cute can you dribble? You know, how high can you dunk? Like, yeah, but dribbling do doesn't have to do with steroids. No, so, I'm not saying steroids. I'm just saying in general, like, that's how the game's changing. Are, are, it's not better. Are we, better. Are it's we not looking at original, original... Originality? Yes, thank you. On Like natural potential? Yes, or are we looking at entertainment? And that's what the NBA is now, is entertainment. So and that's why college basketball is now. my favorite sport to play, because they're trying to get to that point. Or why? So they're getting, thank you. Um, but that's where I look at it. It's like college basketball is a lot but, more fun to watch than NBA, because NBA is entertainment. It, it is. They don't call fouls. They travel. They. It's just bullshit, basically, is what it is. It's just for the fans now, and that's what it comes down to. Now, this year, we don't got no fans, so fuck you. Play basketball the right way, then. But they can't now because they already let it go. Mm-hmm. You're right in that sense. Mm-hmm. You are right in that sense. I agree with that. Um, I just, it's just, the to me, steroids, okay, so they're steroids, right? They're performance-enhancing drugs. Lance Armstrong got caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Right. But what they were trying to do, they've been, like... These cheating methods have been going on forever. For years. Steroids were legal at one point, mm-hmm. and then they found out that they were making players better, then they made them illegal. Mm-hmm. Now it's, we'll say it's steroids like 2.0. Mm-hmm. Now there's steroids 2.0 that we haven't made illegal yet because they don't know how to test it. Mm-hmm. 
right? So guys are, it's just what my idea is it's teaching companies to be, to be more creative on things they can give the players and get away with and get away with then, then just saying, fuck it, let them do it. Because if you didn't, if you just let them do steroids before 2.0, they were doing it. We know what steroids do. We don't know what steroids 2.0 do. Mm-hmm. So is is sticking to is taking away steroids better or worse for our players long term? You know what I mean? Because we don't know what this thing that company ABC is coming out with, right? right. Because it hasn't been tested. They're just trying to cheat the system, yeah. and they're trying to make a t- shit ton of money. Because they can sell it to these teams that are worth two billion dollars. Yeah. I don't know. That's my mindset on it. If you just let them do it, then these companies aren't coming out with ways to be better. Are you laughing at Devo because he's drunk? You don't look good. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, man? You're struggling. I'm fine. You're I'm, fine. I'm fine. You're a little you're guy. A, you're, our, you're our little guy. Just want to make sure you're okay, man. You you took steroids. You look like fucking Hulk. Oh, thank you. So I appreciate small. that. You and know, I, I grew like seven feet. Like it's cool. You grew seven feet, or you grew seven steroids or HGH? Seven feet. Because I'm pretty sure steroids. He's talking about HGH. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just annoying. The good thing, the thing that's cool about golf is they don't test for much shit, except for <laughs> cocaine, because Dustin Johnson got shit on for that. <laughs> but he got caught with cocaine for a while. Um, but really, I don't know how that happened. They tested him. Yeah. Oh, you don't look right. We're going to test you. Well, it's funny because like pro sports, how often you outside of basketball players, right? How often do you hear someone getting in trouble for marijuana? Just the NFL here. And, and you know, and here's one thing that a lot of people may not know if they aren't ex golfers, college golfers smoke more marijuana than probably any other sport because it mellows you out common nerves we would i'd be on a golf course you'd see someone disappear they'd hop over to the bathroom smoke a joint then hop back play their play the rest of the round shoot two under Mm -hmm. like that's it was just a thing and it's like fuck it i don't really care because i'm gonna beat him because or i didn't beat him but Mm -hmm. because i sucked in college but um like, if I'm going to beat him, I'm going to beat him. I don't want to use marijuana. Yeah, right. I, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I, he needs marijuana to calm down, right. there's something else that's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's not that his abilities aren't good enough. No, marijuana true. wouldn't have helped me. Like, I laugh at that because I had a buddy of mine, and he was one of my best friends growing up and whatnot. But he, it, in basketball, he smoked. He played great. If he didn't smoke, he played like dog shit. Play like complete dog shit. So it's like funny to look at it because he would be high as a kite. And the next thing I know is that they're helping me. You know, he scores 20 points in a game. And then the next game, he'd be sober as a donkey. And then all of a sudden, he plays like dog shit and can't even dribble a fucking ball. And I'm like, you're a complete opposite of what you would think of if someone was smoking and you play like dog shit. And if you're sober, you play fine. But yeah, it is interesting to kind of like review that and look at that type of stuff. I mean, it's just, I, I don't think, like, marijuana being a performance-enhancing drug, I don't think of it being performance-enhancing of the way that they make it seem that it is. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it's a mental or... issue. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that you aren't good enough. It's a mental issue. You need marijuana to mellow you out because you think too much or whatnot. And now that I think of it, 
as a college golfer, I thought way too much. <laughs> Maybe I should have done oh, weed. Well, right. golf is definitely a mind. It is. Game. It is. But all Stupidest sports game ever. But but I think like <laughs> I think once you get to a certain point, all sports are mental. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all about thinking they that take a like you have to be you have to think you're better than the next person over in order to beat them. Yeah. You need to work that much harder just to get by. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that the guy's smoking weed or doing whatever, eating edibles. I don't know what they do. But whatever they're doing isn't saying that they didn't put in the time because that's not making them physically better. Right. Right. It's making them mentally better. Which, does that really detract from the game? Nobody gives you an enhancement. I guess ish. so. Yeah, I, I but feel like ha- do you think do you think like Babe Ruth never did any weed? Beer and hot dogs. <laughs> Beer, but That's is, what he said. is That's alcohol That's what he, is alcohol a performance he, enhancing drug? No. Yeah. No. Really? Let's go swing I, a bat, Devo. I guarantee hey, you. I guarantee you. I give Devo a a couple glasses of beer. He's a hell of a lot better at golf than he was before. Okay, yeah. Because what's the one game uh, with the frisbee? Because I don't have to. Can jam golf? Can, can, can oh. jam. He's fucking awesome at that shit. I know. I haven't seen it. What are you talking about? I was your, I was your partner. Damn it! But I, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Like you could argue that alcohol is a performance enhancing drug because it does similar it, things it that calms other things you down do. A little bit, yeah. It, just a yeah. shot. You know, like I, I mean, I know these are sports that are not athletically driven necessarily. Golf, you can argue, is athletically driven in certain circumstances, like being able to walk. I'd be a lot better at golf if it was athletically gifted. No. If you were shorter, you'd be better at golf. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know that's a dick comment, but you, if you ever notice, there aren't like, there's no one over six four that's good at golf. The only one I could think of that would be close to six four is probably Curry. Curry, yeah, but he's good at golf, but he couldn't be a pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays a shit ton of golf. Mm-hmm. But if you look like there's Ernie Els, there's there are a few other guys that are very <laughs> tall, and there's the there's the aspect of they hit the ball very far with very little effort because they have a larger radius, mm-hmm. right? But height doesn't help golf. You have dudes like uh, Ricky Fowler that's yeah, like dudes five like seven. Devo, yeah, yeah. Ricky Fowler's basically Devo's copycat mm-hmm. and he is that. he is phenomenal you're at welcome golf, but <laughs> with there's like there there are certain things with golf it's not a height driven sport that's honestly why you aren't as good as you could be correct you know i i and and i don't concentrate enough on it i probably should smoke too but on the other <laughs> hand on the other hand devo would never be a great basketball player because he'd have to be the most athletic five six point guard you'd ever have like spud mm-hmm. webb or Iverson was six foot. six foot. Fuck you. Um, Isaiah Thomas is the closest. You Spud Webb was about five. Spud Webb, Muggsy Bogues. Five, yeah, six. Those Spud guys Webb, were athletic he, as shit. He could dunk. I can't. He could jump double his height. Yeah, basically. that's insane. Like that's he didn't cover amazing. that. Amazing. Like, like he could jump his height. That's insane. But I don't know. I don't think marijuana. I, and I don't smoke. Cocaine, but it's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I just think that the some of the stuff that they get so upset about or, like, ruin people's careers about aren't that big of a deal. Yeah. Cocaine, okay, it gets you, like, amped up. It gets you awake, aware, whatnot. But is that really, like, making you perform better? 
It's the same thing with bodybuilders and lifters. Like they're gonna fucking take their they shit. Creatine they're, and all yeah, that. they're gonna. Hey, creatine's legal. They're gonna do their best to perform better, so they're gonna find ways to perform better. Yeah. So and like, there's, can you really get mad at it's them? Cheating. If they, it's cheating. Okay, whatever you say, Chris. But and back to Nick, right? Like you give him steroids, he's still not gonna be a professional baseball player. Technically, he was. He was, he was. He was in the minors, but he wasn't going to be a professional baseball player that you would see on TV. In the but show. that's also because he show. wasn't smart enough. He wasn't quick enough. Like, there's yes. a lot of stuff on Yes, it. and I think that's where it comes quick to play. Switch, it's like, the, but that's a weird. That's our argument. Devo, my argument is that Barry Bonds had those. Yeah. That's yes, he better. did. And I don't think there's an argument that he couldn't have been a Hall of Famer, but he wouldn't be as well known. Like, he if was he known. Those, if he hit his if, 20 to 30 home runs, he doesn't, he's not a Hall of Famer. Right non baseball fans. Knew Barry Bonds because he hit a shit ton of home runs. Mm-hmm. They didn't know him because he had a great glove. Same with Mark mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Well, Sammy Sosa in the uh, court bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fun one. But that was that was, that was a whole other thing. But it's uh, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I don't know. It's like marijuana, cocaine. Like, they're all going to use it anyway. And cocaine... It's hard as shit to track anyway because it's out of your blood system and or your blood in two days. Yeah. Yeah, marijuana takes like 30 days. No, it's like a, a couple months. No, it's not that long. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, I don't think so, Deepa. Are you a doctor? And, and they're going to... I'm not. He's married to one. Okay. <laughs> but does she test blood for marijuana? No. She can test then, my blood. Then what's your... Well, what's your she can't, she, also, also, she can't tell me. She can't tell me if... If that was the case, so there's that uh, doctor-patient confidentiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go but ahead, that was a great talk tested. about we'll overrated and guys. underrated football players. <laughs> <laughs> that was our, our rabbit hole of sports. <laughs> our our forty-five-minute rabbit hole. Oh shit, that's a long ass episode. I think boys. so. Right. We're at about two hours or an hour and fifty minutes now. But uh, with that being said. Uh, hopefully, you know, if you have any overrated or underrated, uh, football, baseball, basketball players, let us know, hit us up on our Instagram on whiskey biz podcast, or if you're a big, uh, sports fan, follow our podcast underdog sports and dog is D A W G. What's up, Charles? Uh, never mind. What? Huh. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but underdog sports is. Underdog is D-A-W-G, not D-O-G. Um, follow us. Let us know. Uh, we also have a podcast with that. Um, we give our recommendations on scores. Sports uh, betting. Chris, go for it. Yeah, it's mostly scores, sports betting, some news. Um, we might be, we do a couple of alcohol beverages, but we might be switching it up here and there on different episodes. Maybe we even bring that over to this one where we're going to start rating food and local food restaurants that are by us. Good? Awesome. Yeah. With that being said, Devo, do you have anything to say? Keep it neat, friends. Woo! Boy.